Life Uncut podcast acknowledges the traditional custodians of country throughout Australia and their connections to land, sea and community. We pay our respect to their elders, past and present, and extend that respect to all Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander peoples today. This episode is recorded on Gadigal land of the Aurora Nation. Hi guys, and welcome back to another episode of Life Uncut. I'm Laura. I'm Brittany. I'm Mitch. And this is our radio show where we package up all the best bits of the pickup and we put it right here for you. I love you every week. You say that so casually. Like This is our skyscraper that we own. This is our radio show. It just is. We just do it every day, you know, Mm. 3 p.m., goes for an hour. How lucky are we that we get to talk shit all week and then package it up into a little package shit? (laughs) 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 Basically, in case you're wondering, this episode is just a small shit for you, but you can listen to the whole shit over at the Pickup Podcast. Done a little poopy. Imagine if that's how we describe the show. It's like full podcast, big shit. And then it's small. I, I think that, that is literally how Brit did just describe the podcast. Well, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I feel blessed. It's a nugget. <laughs> All right. Well, happy Sunday, everyone. But okay, okay I want to tell you something. Um, so this is a story that I was thinking about sharing on the podcast, but didn't make it. Um, but I did share it on radio this week. Matt and I, um, look, we were getting intimate. And you know this isn't the actual radio anymore, so you can say sex. Yeah, yeah. Okay, we were having our very <laughs> we're, having, in, we're having a very infrequent sex session um, as we do. But how would you say it if we were on the radio, just for fun? We were having romantic cuddles or doing the horizontal dance of love. And <laughs> now, how do you say it if it was just you and me privately, no record? We were fucking. <laughs> yeah, we fucked. <laughs> we fucked for seven minutes. Kissy, kissing. No, one, we, one. okay. We were getting it on. Um, it was very romantic at the time. Mm. I was thoroughly enjoying myself, and then Matt did something to completely. Ruin it. He ruined it. And we don't get to do it often and it doesn't usually go for very long. So when he does ruin it, it really stands out. Can I ask you a personal question? You can sure. answer too, Mitch. Okay. Do you feel like, like, I feel like most people, obviously when you're talking, when you're, you know, sex in a relationship. The horizontal dance of love. When, yeah. you, when you're talking about Special sex cuddles. cuddles. No, but when you're talking about, well, no, I don't even want to say talking about. Each couple has a bit of a trend of the style of sex they do. And I know you touch base on everything. but what, Like a you, pattern? Well, you No, you were saying like, like it was very romantic. You were saying it was very romantic. Oh. So are you guys love makers or are you like fucking? Because <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I, for some reason, wish I didn't imagine it, but when you were just describing the love making, you said it was very romantic. I pictured all this slow music yes, and candles no. and like very, you know, oh, like it's not passion. Like, it's not like TV show romantic. It's like we don't go to that much effort. As in, like, we're not setting out candles and stuff. That's a fire risk. We've got small kids. Um, slow, <laughs> intimate. Him. He likes to look into each other's eyes, <gasps> which no. means it really stands out when he's not looking into your eyes and he's looking somewhere else. Does That's he? every time, Laura. Not every time, but this time in particular. Do you get dirty? Like, do you like, do you like get spit on me? Do you do that stuff? Mitch, the amount of times that you've asked us to spit <laughs> in your mouth today. Um, Mitch, no. do you look into I do your- sometimes. It depends on the person. I don't get that dirty with Matt. I feel like. It depends on the relationship and yeah. the person. Do you look into your partner's eyes? Just, well, just the one. <laughs> Looking in your big brown eye. Oh, yeah. Brown eye. Yeah, that's yeah. what the song's about. Is that an anal joke? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that was really funny. <laughs> it took you a while there. <laughs> but I didn't realise you made the joke. I thought you were singing of that song. No, it was the joke, That babe. was the whole... Why oh, would she just start singing that song off her one eye? <laughs> a sex chat. Do you know? Oh, also, I've broken up. I don't have a partner. No, but you still had a style. Oh, it was it was severely romantic and intimate. Oh, you actually have asked us far too many times about spitting in the mouth, so we already know yourself. I like uh, that, though. Now in my new era of my new hot boy slut era, I like the dirty. 
Okay. Uh, did you know what's happened? We can't talk about anything that's like in any way over PG rated for radio. Like we're so censored. And then we get to the end of the week and we do this top of the podcast, this little intro, and we're like, yeah, smutty, smut, spit and mouth. Because we just, it all, it's been bottled up. It's like we've got like yeah, some sort sh- of sex Tourette's. The pickup might pick me up and fuck me against the wall. <laughs> The show, let me, okay, hang on, let's rein it back in, back on track. I segued us, but talking about PG, the show is very PG, but I did have to have a, a PG-ish chat with my niece this week. For some reason, I was at a family get-together, some reason the birds and the bees embryo slash egg freezing chat fell on me and I had to have it with my 12-year-old niece and it was very interesting. You know how we love bringing a, a fresh hot study to the pickup, right? I read and read and read and then I bring it straight on the air. Yeah, it's always quality too. Well, this is really interesting. Now that I'm newly single, I'm reading up on on relationship and sexy articles and things that I can really lean into. Do you oh, Google yeah. sexy articles? Is that what you do at night? Nobody I've got Google that's on for sexy news. Yeah, Mitch has been searching a few other things, I reckon, <laughs> late at night. Listen, new research has revealed the accents that Aussies find the most attractive. The number one accent that Australians find attractive is French. Uh, That's not shocking remotely. The French are so hot. The, the language hot. of love. I think that this is an, a cliche. It's boring. It's a cliche. It's just boring, it's Brit. Tired. It's French a cliche act- for a reason because... No. Like it's like when someone says it's such a stereotype. Well, it's a stereotype because usually it's true. Yeah. The French are hot AF. Their accent is beautiful. Their food is amazing. Yeah, like- the, the thing is, in this study, psychologists looked at all key accents. Apparently, um, it's related to the social and cultural associations with each accent. So socially and culturally, Paris, the city of love, people lean into romance when they think France. Well, you think amazing lover. Do you? I mean, I do. I, do. Oh, Brett, no, I, I do not think this at all. I I think, honestly, if anything, maybe because it's such a cliche, I find it even less attractive. Hold on, hold on. Of course, I, I don't just bring articles to the table. We don't just waffle on. I've got on the line. We don't just croissant on. We don't croissant on. <laughs> Joining us now live from Paris, France, is Gregory. Uh, Gregory's a, a French man, and I thought, let's get him on and let's put this accent to the test <gasps> and see if we can change your mind, Laura. Bonjour, Bonjour Gregory. Gregory. Bonjour, guys. How are you? Oh, Greg, you sound pretty Aussie right there. Yeah, I know. You weren't born in Goulburn, were you? No, no, no. I was born in the south of France called Montpellier. (gasps) Gregory, why don't you tell Laura Byrne? Why don't you perhaps say, Laura, you have the most beautiful eyes I've ever seen? In French, of course, yeah? Yeah, yeah, of course. Um, Laura, tu as les plus beaux yeux de la terre. Oh. Brittany is sliding off her seat and I am unaffected. Um, I'm bagetting up no. over here. Oh, you're enjoying this, That's Mitch. That's working on me. Oh, okay, wait. I've got one for you, Greg. Can you say to Mitch, um, Mitch, I would like to massage your back and suck your toes. Oh, my God. That's a hard one. Uh, Mitch, j'aimerais bien te faire un massage dans le dos et sucer ton doigt de pied. Shoes are coming off. <laughs> I'm okay. taking my shoes off. I have a... I have an ultimate put to the test because, like, I'm so I'm so into this accent. Can Gregory, can you please say yes. to me, Brittany, I am going to take the rubbish out after I pick up the dog poo. Uh, Brittany, je vais sortir les poubelles après avoir fait l'amour. Oh yeah! Oh, pick up that poo, Greg. 
Like, that's pretty good. <laughs> I've turned on. Actually, I'm, I just I'm need a man to talk about that. cleaning. <laughs> no, it, that's hard. I'm convinced that is so hard. Okay, one question, Greg. Oops, Gregory, yeah. so my, my apology. We. Greg, well. Greg, Greg, what as a French man with this beautiful accent, the world-renowned French accent, what do you think of Australian accents? So, what do you think of women with Australian accents? Well, depends from uh, which which state and which uh, city, but I think it's pretty, uh, pretty sexy. What are our accents like, Laura and myself? How do our accents come across to you now? You sound beautiful. Oh, oh this is uh, Okay, the French are sexy, <laughs> Look, but they can't lie. I'll take, I've I'll take any man who will come over and pick up the dog poo in our backyard. Thank you, Greg Oli. Continue slaying the bonjour, world. Bonjour, bonjour, bonjour. bonjour. Merci. Thanks, wow, mate. there you go. <laughs> See you, Cobber. <laughs> <laughs> See you, Greg. All right, coming up on the pickup, Laura, your husband, Matty J, is in trouble. He really did something that um ruined the mood. Let me just say that. Okay. Mm. That's next on the, on the pickup. Bye. Guys, I wish I had a sexy story for you today. I wish that this story was about a hot, steamy rendezvous I had with my beautiful husband, Matty J. I'd love that more than anything, to be yeah. honest. Look, it wouldn't be appropriate for this time slot. Not at 3pm. But you no. know what? That's not what this story is about. I want to tell you about how Matt absolutely ruined the mood just last night. Oh. Oh, do we guess what okay. he did? No, no, no. Now, you know that Matt's in like his fit era. He's been running so much. Mitch, you'll relate to this. Yeah. Matt has been running a ridiculous amount. He's been running like 20 kilometres on a Saturday. He'll just disappear and be like, babe, popping out. And I'll know if he's got his like fluoro yellow Nikes on. He ain't coming home for a few hours. Yeah. He bought himself one of those Garmin watches. Oh, Do you they, know what they are? Yeah, they, they, have, cool? yeah, they can track your um, heart everything, rate, your heart sleep, rate, your kilometres, your breaths even. Yeah, 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 it's, yeah. Okay, so he's become obsessed with it in terms of sleep. And every morning I wake up and he goes, oh, babe, got eight hours and like, you know, three and a half hours of REM. And then he'll give me the breakdown of his sleep, even though I could not care less. You're there like I was up with the kids all night. <laughs> yeah. I was like, I know, because the kids were crying and I went into the bedroom <laughs> and you were snoring. So last night we were... Oh, we're doing the horizontal dance of love. I like don't know how to make this as appropriate for this time slot as possible. You're a married couple. You were doing it. Yeah, yeah we were doing it. We were doing cuddles. it. We were doing what created our two children. But you know what? No more for okay, now. I think we got, got it, Laura. Laura. We okay, get I'm sorry, it. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. It doesn't happen often. It's a real special we moment. Were, put it this way: we get were Adam leaving. <laughs> what did he do? Let's eat it. So, oh, what as we were in the midst of it, every so often I noticed he would look down oh, and, no. and, and I was like he was just very distracted and so like mm-hmm. he looked down and I didn't think anything of it and I was like you know in, it, it was enjoyable anyway two seconds later or well, a few minutes passed <laughs> two seconds it was a, like, few, minutes a few minutes it doesn't take long he looked down again a few minutes pass again and he looks down again and I'm like what are you looking at and I thought maybe he was looking at his phone like you know when you've got a phone on a side table and then I realized he was looking at his new Garmin watch oh. And I was like, are you checking the time, pal? Like, you got somewhere you need to be tonight. Is that is that what's going yeah. on? And he stops and he goes, oh, sorry, babe. I was just, um, I was just checking my heart rate. Matt was no using way. our special cuddle time 
to check and make sure that he had gotten his heart rate over the right BPMs that he wants to hit per day. What, okay. to burn extra calories? For, so for his fitness goals. Okay, my immediate response is no, Matt, but then I've just sat on it for three seconds and I've Good. changed my tune. I'm glad, Britt. Thank because you. Because this means he's wanting to get his heart rate up. He's putting in a better performance for you as a direct result. Oh, yeah, heart rate means he's putting in more effort. Yeah. So can't you lucky stars that he's not wanting it lower? Um, guys, it's not a sprint. We're not here for a speed race, are we? <laughs> no, but it's no. maintenance. If he's running a marathon, he's maintaining maintaining that speed for a long time. So you could be you could be at a level eight to nine for like an 13, hour. 13.1065, how did your partner ruin the moment? Because I feel like us as partners, we can do things that, you know. Yeah, don't check your heart rate you when you're realize. in the middle of a special like, cuddle. No, my ex used to change songs during... Um, fun times but using Siri no. so like in the moment we'd be like in the middle of the throes of love and then like you'd pull away from a neck kiss and it'd be hey Siri play Lady Gaga and I'm like that doesn't do anything for me but also you've so just funny. gotten the right rhythm to the song prior I, I don't know. want to switch mid song so confusing Mindy on 131065 what killed the moment with your partner Hey, firstly, I just want to say I'm an OG listener and it's really just so surreal being able to hey. hello lovely <laughs> But on a regular basis, my partner's mum will just call persistently because he has a smartwatch. It will just continually ring on his wrist. You can't <laughs> mute that. I think you do not disturb before <laughs> getting down. Bit awkward. <laughs> and what, so you look at his watch as long as and he then you read mum. Mum with the love heart emoji. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> he doesn't answer, does he? Uh, I think he might have a couple of times. <laughs> oh. <laughs> no. Three's a crowd, especially when it's with your mum. That's insane. <laughs> Steph on 131065, how'd your partner ruin the moment? Oh, my gosh. He decided to let off the biggest fart. Oh, oh yeah. Oh, it was so bad as well. Like, so bad. Was All this right. recently or are you traumatised by this? This happened months ago. Oh, years ago. <laughs> Laura and Mitch don't really care about farts. For me, no, no, no. That's off. I'm out. Pants are on, out the door. Excuse me. During sexy times, I definitely care. I'm not an animal. Sometimes it slips out. Oh, oh God, Sometimes you can't, too much. you can't stop it. Are we at the end of the day yet? Feeling a bit anxious, to be honest. Well, we love you, Mitch Jury. This is what I want to preface this with. We really, really do love you. You're such a beautiful, wholesome, kind, giving Attractive. person. Thank yeah. you so much. Oh, so I thought. Chiseled chin, I was going to say, but Brit, now I'm worried. <laughs> Thank you. Well, the chin has nothing to do with this, Laura Byrne. <laughs> I discovered something about our very own Mitch on the weekend that I never thought I would have heard in my existence. This is serious dirt and we've got to reassess Get the off it. Mitch and I went out to dinner on the weekend. There are a few people. There were four of us. Um, but Mitch arrived first to the restaurant and I arrived second. Because yeah, Britt's texting me going, don't be late. If you're late, friendship over. So I was like there You can early. imagine. Dramatic. You can imagine me saying that. I walked in and I went, I was about to give my name. I was about to say, oh, booking for Brittany. And I was like, I have booking for, and she goes, the waitress, she goes, <gasps> Mitch is already at your table. Let me take you through. And I was like, oh. Mitch, when did you become such a celebrity? I'm a high roller. I wow. was like, oh, she knows Mitch's name. She knows who I am. Yeah. I was like, they've done their due diligence. This is amazing. So we walked down. Mitch is sitting there already with a cocktail. Martini. What, what? Yeah, extra dirty. Oh, extra stop. olive. Of very, course. thank you. Oh. Very dirty. Ja- a fat James Bond. <laughs> <laughs> In my head. Anyway. So I sit down and then the waitress comes back over with Another martini. And she says, here you go, Mitch, another for you. Puts it down. And he said, oh, thanks, Maria. Or yeah. Name dropped. Yeah. And I was like, oh, you, I thought they must have gone to school together. I was like, oh, my God, how do you guys know each other? This is so cute. And without skipping a beat, she goes, 
oh, I will never forget Mitch Cherry. He came in four years ago and he was the rudest person to me that I've ever had come in this restaurant. I'm sorry. <gasps> no. And I you- said, what? I said, what? What do you, sorry, did, did I hear that right? Mitch was rude. She's like, Mitch was rude. And I said, I don't believe, I still thought it was a prank. And I said, what happened? And Mitch was blushing. <laughs> and I said, what happened? And she said, it was Valentine's Day four years ago. Mitch came in and requested a table and the table was directly behind us. So apparently she goes, I sat him on this table directly behind you, which was a high table. You know, the high ones. I mean, these details, Britt, are very specific considering this happened four years ago. Considering I'm sitting right here, would you like the actual story? Hang on, no, no, your version's irrelevant. This is the story. Mitch booked on a date a table and it was a, he got given a high table and she said he absolutely cracked it oh. because he wasn't happy with the table that he was given on Valentine's Day. No. Oh, you been trying to impress your boyfriend. No, what happened was it was the first Valentine's Day with my partner at the time and I wanted to Im- impress him and it was a very fancy restaurant we were at. It was a five-star restaurant. There is nothing more impressive when you're on a date watching your partner be rude to wait staff. So impressive. No, but I was trying to like, oh. throw my weight around. I said, babe, I've got us a table at the hottest Japanese restaurant in town and we walk in and she says, here's your seat at the bar like a pleb. So I said... You are a pleb! So I I, I held my partner's hand. He was shaking from the trauma and I said, <laughs> "Oh, I said, my don't God. worry, babe. I got this. Excuse you. I booked weeks in advance and yeah, I was, I was, I was trying to show off. That's not who I really am and I apologise but also we're friends now so that's, there's no problem. I... I think it went a little bit further than that and I knew that you would debate this on me. So mm. I have the very lovely waitress, Maria, on the phone. Hi, Maria. You don't. Hello. Hi, hey, Maria. Hey. How did you get Maria's number? Because now I'm friends with Maria. <laughs> no, I'm the third Hi. wheel in this. Maria, what was it really like? Was there really, I mean, the four years on, do you really remember Mitch as being one of the rudest customers you ever had? Definitely, especially since <laughs> I saw you. Recently, you know, now it's very fresh in my memory. Oh, <laughs> what? What? And so, it's very much the way you describe it. It's, it's very demanding, very disappointed. Oh, like, Maria. Oh, it's Maria. With me. Maria, has, has he gotten better over the years? Because, look, you know, he can be a little bit of an arsehole, but we love him. He's a lovable one. No, we love him now. He's, yeah. he's, he's great. Yay. No, that's, no, Maria. That's part of the story is also true. Oh, Maria, I want to take this moment and extend the olive leaf and say I apologise for those four years ago. And I'm no longer with that partner and he was the one that made me angry and toxic. Um, it's his <laughs> fault. And um, now, I'm, now I've shed that dead weight and, baby, let's get Do some drinks together. Do you want to know what the best part is? The best part <laughs> is that Mitch was, like, on his best behaviour because our friend Rebel Wilson was there and Mitch was like, I'm going to impress Rebel Wilson. So he said, down, think, goes putting his best behaviour and then the waitress walks up and she goes, you were the rudest person has ever come. <laughs> we tried. We, I tried my best. Right, thanks, Maria. I'll see you for uh, Sunday lunch, okay? I'll see you soon. Thanks, yeah. Maria. I see, no bad blood. You try to damage my name, it's impossible. I did not try and damage it. I was just shook. I didn't even believe it. I had to ask her three times. I had a real, let's grow up real quick moment on the weekend. I had to give the sex talk of sorts to my niece, to my 12-year-old niece. How did, Britt, how did you get given the task? She has a mum. <laughs> so we're at a family reunion There was a, and there were six of us, like my mum and my dad, my brother, my sister-in-law, my niece, and we we're talking about my egg freezing process and um, I just made a comment about an injection. She was like, what are you injecting for? Like, what's going on? And she's 12. And I sort of looked at my sister, Stacey, 
as pleading across the table as if like, is this the track we go down? Do we talk about this now? Do you want me to? And she sort of looked at me, leant back in a chair, put her arms behind her head and she goes, it's all yours, Brit. So I started to try to explain so not the not how babies are made. She's across that. But I tried had to start explaining the science behind egg freezing and then embryo freezing and how oh, it's all made. That's well, a big topic. This is because you're going through your second round of egg freezing as well. So like yeah. she needed to kind of have the, the context of what's happening. Well, yeah, she asked me, what are you talking about? Why are you injecting those needles? So I explained it to her and then she didn't understand how then that would turn into a baby. So I had to then talk about embryos. Anyway, it was like a comedy of error. I did. I was panicking, but I was trying to act like I'm the grown adult that knows what to do. I didn't know the language to use. I had these arms, sperm were like shooting out everywhere. There were eggs oh everywhere. God. There was a glass of water that was the Petri dish. There wow. Were, at one point, I think I turned into a gecko because I was like, and then it's frozen in time like a gecko on a wall. And I'd like splattered myself on the wall. Like, Wait, what part of the fertility journey is splattered against a wall? No, that's what I said. I said the <laughs> I said... And then they freeze it in time and I went like this and I put my hands out and I was like like a gecko frozen on a wall. Because you know how when you walk in and a gecko just stops on the wall? Yeah, I, I have it, never been more confused about fertility in my life. Well, let me just say it was an absolute hit. She completely understood she's going to pass her biology class, her sex education class, everything. <laughs> I nailed it and, and I feel like I've walked away and I'm ready for parenthood. Brad, how old is your niece? She's 12. She thinks that... Babies are made geckos. by geckos. Yeah, she's in a couple of No, no, no. She's not passing any sort of biology test. The poor kid's more confused than ever. She's going to be terrified of the garden forever. No, it was amazing. Babies I... are made in glasses of water and there's a gecko that comes along you and magically fertilises it. Trust me. Like, call her. Call my sister. Ask her how it went. I'm going to call her. her number. That's because no. this is Stacey, your sister. Yeah. Your sister. Okay. Yeah, let's call Stacey. See what she thinks. You're going to be responsible for the therapy sessions that this poor child's going to have to have. Do you know what? I actually had a lot of confidence, but I didn't actually think we were going to call her. So now I <laughs> see what she says. I'm scared. Hello. Hi, Stacey. It's Britt, Laura, and Mitch on the pickup. Uh, hey, Stacey. It's, it's Britt. <laughs> hey, um, sorry. If you've got a second, I just need you to hopefully back me up. I was just telling the guys about the impromptu sex education, egg freezing, embryo creating talk that I had to give um, my beautiful little niece on the weekend. I thought it went really no, well. No, don't dig Wait, your way yeah, out of it. Nah, you need to tell Laura and Don't set this up. <laughs> Stacey, I want to know why, firstly, you um, entrusted Brit with the birds and the bees conversation. <laughs> oh, my God. So there's um, pinnacle moments in a parent's life, as you would know, Laura, of um, certain situations that you've got to kind of swallow and just uh, explain to your children and one of them is the birds and the bees right so thank god that the uh, education system here in Queensland is well ahead of the time so <laughs> Right. Okay. So they, they, they can knew, undo the damage. The we were starting from, so that was great. Um, but Brit's uh, wife, Brit, does. She went off on um, a bit of a storytelling adventure yeah. and trying to make it a little bit PG for my very mature 13-year-old. So yeah. she did really well, though, guys. But I wasn't too sure whether um, the explanation was uh, set for David Attenborough or if it was actually set for our 13-year-old. <laughs> yeah, um, you really I took the birds in the bees. My side of the story. Yeah, just <laughs> but what I'm hearing there, what I took away from that is, is Brittany is a great storyteller. Thanks, Stace. Thanks for calling. A great storyteller <laughs> for a fiction novel. <laughs> I don't know if you guys do this with your families, but growing up, you'd sit around, you know, at the kids' table, like 
Christmases and things like that. And you'd have stories about like, you know, the crazy aunt or, you know, what grandma did and things like that. And there's yeah. definitely be one of those moments that my daughter will be sitting around at Christmas with her cousin saying, do you remember the time that Aunty Britt told us about all of the birds and the bees and everything? Yeah, I'm going to be that crazy person. You know what? I'm going to own that. I'm going to be the cool auntie. Oh, look, Britt, you're not teaching my kids about this, that's for sure. <laughs> to be honest, you taught me quite a bit. I learned a lot, Britt. So, the gecko. Yeah, the gecko. I'm, I'm writing that one down. Thank you, Stacey. Thanks for joining Thanks, us. Thanks, Stace. Oh, your poor children. Okay, well, I had the most epic of group text fails this week. Mm. Truly horrendous. It happened in a parenting group. And I want to know, what are your worst group text fails? All right, that's next on The Pick Up, everyone. Look, this week I kicked off the week with possibly the worst group text fail that has ever existed. Yeah, you told us. I I was brought in onto a beautiful group message chat with all of the mums from daycare where they they love to exchange pleasantries about their kids, invite other kids to parties. It's it's a really lovely little group chat and I've been just a fly on the wall in that group chat. And you never, you don't even bite, you don't say hi, you just I just like to watch. I just like to watch because I've not met many of the mums. But I sent a message in that group chat as my very first message, which was a message I was meant to send to you two uh, for content for the radio show all about a woman who farts too much and her husband is angry at her. Great content. We would have jumped at it, right? And that was the very thing. We uh, we did. We we covered it on Wednesday. (laughs) Yeah, we did. (laughs) It was so predictable. (laughs) Anyway, it was very, very embarrassing. And I wanted to know what are the truly embarrassing things that you have done in the group text message chain that you have in your WhatsApp. On 131065, Josie's joining us. Hey, Josie, what happened? What did you do? I was texting my boss in the morning to say that I was too unwell to um, come to work, mm. but I was also texting my bestie at the same time saying, where can we meet? Can we go, you know, Chadston and go shopping or oh, go crap. to a movie and stuff? <laughs> and, I got, and I got the two texts mixed up and I texted my boss saying, oh, I'm really sick, I'm not coming to work. And then the next text said, well, go see Barbie. Or go oh, see. no. <laughs> what did so, your boss say? Then she texted me back and said, oh, you're well enough to go see a movie, but you can't come to work. And I said, no, 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 I'm, I'm delirious. I'm, I'm, I've got a fever. I don't know what I'm saying. She didn't believe me. We, she didn't believe no. me at all. Um, so I did actually go into work that day. Because oh, that's even I more embarrassing. Because then you're not sick. It. Yeah, she had to face it. Did you fake it? Did you just go? <laughs> uh, no, I said I had a temperature and I had stomach cramps and, you know, Womanly problems, you know. Oh, it's a good excuse. I would have believed it. Oh, All right, Sarah on thirteen one zero six five. What was your fail in the group chat, Sarah? Bear? Hey, going. Um, well, basically, I was having a cheeky conversation with my boyfriend, and the um, family group chat was going off on Snapchat, and I may have accidentally sent a cheeky photo in the family group chat on Snapchat <laughs> with my grandparents and my no. cousins. <laughs> yeah. You did not. Who who saw it? Can you well, see who opened it? My dad opened it within oh. 30 seconds of it being sent. What was the photo? What was being photographed? Um, maybe a topless photo. Oh, <laughs> no. with your face with your face in it? Yeah. So you can't yeah. say, yeah. I got exactly hacked. Who it was. It wasn't me. Uh, I got hacked and it was, uh, it was GPT. It was someone with yeah. beautiful boobies. It's not me. What did your dad I say, wish. Sarah? He has not mentioned anything. I removed myself from the family group chat. I freaked out. This was about five days ago and we have not spoken oh. to Oh, my God, yeah. Sarah, it's so recent. Oh, oh, you're going to have to face it at some point. Yeah. And when you do, let us know. Family dinner on Sunday night, I think. That's gold. Cool. 